It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Oh wait, it's February. Get this snow out of here. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood. A neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Hey, <laughs> what's going on everyone? Uh... Sorry, it's been a little bit. I've been getting adjusted uh, with the start of the second semester here. Uh, this video is brought to you by Lay's, by the way. <laughs> Kidding, no free advertising. <laughs> uh, before I get carried away and talking about Lent, uh, let's start with prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Lord, we ask you to help guide us on our Lenten journey with whatever it is we want to add to our daily lives to grow closer to you or that we are sacrificing. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. So hopefully, you know, Fat Tuesday, yeah, everyone get some food and you feel good, because tomorrow it starts. And Lent is not a time to just say, look at me, I have these cool ashes on my forehead, I'm giving up something, look how cool I am. That is not what it's about. And it's also not supposed to be about Oh, this is great. Can't eat meat today. Ugh. Because, you know, so many people are going to want to be Catholic after they see how much we complain all the time. I'm really starting off on a good note, aren't I? Very positive, but I want to get out and reach to you guys, uh, and to myself, too, so I can pound the message in my head. Because I've been saying we got to say hi to people that we don't know, strangers, and have the courage to do that. And I'm doing that kind of, but it is hard. Right, so I'd love to see if like some of you guys have any tips for me on how you're able to just be outgoing and just say hi to someone who you don't know. Uh, beyond that, though, Lent it's a time to grow closer to God because we already have so many temptations and weaknesses in our lives already, and every weakness that we can identify, right? It takes that humility that God builds in us through prayer to notice what we're not very good at. And through that weakness is an opportunity to turn it into a strength. And also the way to do that is through God and prayer, building a relationship with him, and he will make you strong. Right? So Lent is the perfect time to do that because Jesus is about to take us on a journey to grow closer to him for us to understand that he did die for us on a cross. And 40 days from tomorrow, about, Jesus dies for us. And you might think, well, of course I understand that he died for us, John. <laughs> I don't need to watch this kid. No, you don't need to watch me, and I wouldn't blame you, because my hair looks weird right now. Uh, but still, Jesus died for us, and it took me a while to actually feel it in here. Right? Oh my gosh, yes, of course it's understand and easy to think about how our Savior died for us here. And I, right? It makes sense. But if it doesn't come come here in your heart, don't even, don't even act like you understand. Right? So, keeping that, keeping that in mind throughout Lent, I'm doing this because Jesus gave his life. And there's no greater love than when one sacrifices their life for a friend. Jesus did that for all of us to save us. Right? To give us a chance in this life 
to also extend that mercy that he gave us to others so that we and all of us can get to heaven, right? So if you keep that end goal in mind of why we're doing this and how we can actually grow closer to him, rather than just saying, oh, you know, I go to Mass and I pray, you know, some Our Fathers and some Hail Marys, but, you know, I just say it. I have no idea in here what I'm actually doing, right? Jesus, he's knocking, but it's up to us to open the door. And that's what Lent is for, to get that courage to walk through the door, and on Good Friday, Holy, whenever, you, whenever, Easter Sunday, you open it, and you say, let's do this. I took this 40 days of preparation, and now I'm ready. Hopefully this transition is smooth, but it's to get us ready. Right? And so part of getting ready is to pick that thing that we want to give up, or we think we should give up. Right? That's a discernment process with God. And a lot of times for me, I work best when I talk to my friends, because I think that um, I have a hard time being judgmental. So for me, I think God really likes to use that to, especially with people who I wouldn't like expect, or maybe I just, yeah, to, to say like, to impress me with what they say, if that makes sense. Like it almost makes me think like, okay, I shouldn't be judgmental because obviously this person actually understands the idea of sacrifice and Lent more than I do, because what they're giving up sounds more so connected with God and themselves and that relationship between them. It's like they actually discussed it. So that's what you have to do first. And that's exactly why if you got to wait till Saturday to figure it out, that's fine, right? God's going to much prefer you going to him and actually figuring something out a few days late than you just half-assing something because you panicked and picked up that you weren't going to have Diet Coke all of Lent. So, which is fine if someone chose that, okay? I don't want to, like, if you, like, drink Diet Coke a lot and you know it's going to be hard for you to give up, that's good. It's just, it's just an example. Please, Diet Coke, don't sue me. Um, but again, like, for me, I'll just do an example. Freshman year, I gave up meat for Lent. Oh, wow, John, that's very hard. That's why I did it. I did it because I wanted people to be like, that's so impressive. John, you're such a, look, you're, you're an example of God. You are good. Good for you. You're a good Catholic. No, I was not. Because I was doing it so that other people would recognize how great John is. I was not doing it because God told me to do it. I was not doing it because I thought it would be cohesive to building a relationship further with God and getting closer to bringing myself and other people to heaven. I did it because I thought that it would get other people to notice me. That is why I did it. All right, and now I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do this Lent, and I know you're going to say, well, John, you said you gave up meat to brag. You're about to tell us what you're doing again. Okay, two, two points to that. First, ten people watch this, and by this point in the video, five people watch this. So... I'm not too concerned, <laughs> concerned about the news spreading. But second of all, I'm doing it because this is finally something that I actually think God wants me to do. And will be better for my relationship with him and other people. And so, as I said, he speaks to me through my friends. So one of my friends, and it's here's a great tip. If you're going to give something up for Lent, especially if you're in college right, or if you're married, you and your wife or you and your husband, give something up together so you can have each other's support. You can have each other's tips about what tempts you, what helps you get through it, and you can hold each other accountable. And if you're in college, you have a good group of friends who want to give something up for Lent, boom, there it is. They can hold, you can hold each other accountable, and it's great because it builds a bond between you guys deeper than just a worldly level. It builds a bond between you guys on a godly level. 
godly, godlike. Not that you guys become gods. It's not what I meant. But you know what I mean. I hope. So, for me, I'm going to give up uh, using my phone in my bed. Because we all know we try to, you know, we're so busy it seems like. And, oh, I, I met with this person today and I had to do this homework. I got no John time. Oh, I guess I'll go on my phone for an hour where I lay in my bed and then wake up the next day and be tired and rushed and do the exact same thing because I didn't get a good sleep. And instead, you replace that 30 minutes to an hour with this cursed device that can actually be used for good things at times. And I'm going to replace it with doing a Divine Mercy Chaplet, which I don't do enough or very often, for 10 minutes every night. So I'm saving an immense amount of time and benefiting myself, but also the last thing I do every day is asking for God's mercy and asking and praying for other people while while doing this, the praying the divine mercy chaplet. Right? That makes sense to me. And I hope you guys can find something that makes sense to you too. Maybe it's the exact same thing. That would be great. If it is, or whatever you're doing, tell me. Because maybe it's something I should be doing too. God loves to use other people to talk to me. So talk to me. I don't know. I'm a nice guy, right? Someone, someone affirm me. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, but again, to just bring back some a biblical just example, not of Lent, but just something that stuck with me last week in the Gospels, the February 9th Gospel. It says, Jesus was talking to the Pharisees saying, You put aside the commandment of God to observe human traditions. And I want to connect that back because... You know, I was observing the human tradition of wanting other people to give me attention or wanting to be noticed. Pride, arrogance. Everyone does it. Most people do it. There's very good people I know who are very humble and don't do it, I will say. But a lot of people do it, and I struggle with it a lot. Right? That's a societal thing where it's normal for us, and that's not what God wants. God wants us to do something that's going to help us love Him more and love others more. So if whatever you're giving up, you think it's something that's societal because it's going to make you look cool or make other Catholics think that you're the best Catholic in the world, don't do it, okay? It's bogus, and I know it firsthand. Don't. Find something that you think is going at the very priority, make you grow closer to God and love Him more. And hopefully in the process, too, will help you love others more. Because when you love others, you love God. Because Jesus is in every single person, including ourselves, which is why we know we can do this, because we have Jesus by our side. So, again, don't. this isn't supposed to be easy. It's very simple to understand the message of Lent, all right? And it's very simple to understand just getting to heaven, right? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. But bring it to your heart and understand that, yeah, it's difficult, but this is something that I'm doing because he died for us. And it is the absolute least that I can do. Do not trip over any hurdles on the way. But you know what? You will. So it's okay to actually trip over those hurdles. Get to the finish line. So many people get through the first 99 hurdles in their life. And they're this close, this close to getting to heaven. But that 100th hurdle, they just can't do it. Right? Lent helps us to trip and fail over those first 99. So that when we come near the end of our life, that 100th hurdle is one we have no problem getting over because we know that Jesus is the one who's going to help us get over it and we don't rely on ourselves. I think that's what Lent's about. So pick something that's going to help you love God and love Jesus more. That's all I got. I talked too long again. Sorry to my niece, Emilia, who says I went on too long in the last one.
What can you do? Kids these days. God bless everyone. Happy Lent.